Hello, friend, and good evening, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening to us over the stellar award-winning station, WIMG 1300 and WIMG1300.com. If you're watching us, you are. we are coming to you from WPHY Fios Channel 28 and over-the-air broadcast Channel 25.1, and joining me tonight... I have a guest from Jim Dynasty. Excuse me, not Jim Dynasty. Let me back that up, right? So it's called the Jim Experience, which is the name of the event that's taking place. But here in the studio with me tonight, I have Kim. And Kim is the founder of this, and she is the one who's going to be leading this conversation, so to speak. And I also have Naisha Kelly, who is my intern. But Naisha is going to be a panel guest on uh, with Kim J at this event, the Gem Experience. And we're going to be talking about that. But before we get into a lot of details, folks, I'm going to give you the opportunity to write down an email address where you can reach out to me, Trenton like the city the numbers 365 in the word show trenton 365 show at gmail.com you can send me an email and then i can connect you with uh, the organizations and the individuals that we bring onto the program but the whole impetus about this is to encourage civic engagement and we can encourage civic engagement lots of different ways but one of those ways is to have communication between each other on a regular basis where we're both mutually respected so without any further ado i'd like to welcome my lovely intern aisha kelly and kim Hello. to the program welcome hello thanks hello. for having me uh, for sure so Kim let's talk a little bit about um, your organization one and why did you feel the need to start having events like the gym experience which is going to be happening on February 29th this month okay great well my organization is is Kim's Royal Gems and I started it uh, I'm an author and a writer of back in one piece and I started the gym experience um, because of anxiety, courage, faith and strength you know and the panel that I have coming up on the 29th which is Saturday at the Hamilton Township Library it consists of myself and four other awesome ladies that are coming together speaking about mental health, domestic violence, um, self-care, self-esteem and life-changing stories mm -hmm. so I feel like we needed that you know in the community especially now with our um, with young women mm -hmm. like women like myself that are you know in their early 30s and you know so stories that have happened to us as teens stories that have happened um, recently like with myself so you know I just feel like I wanted to get out there and get some other ladies out there so we can impact other women mm -hmm. and, and what it sounds like to me and just help me make sure that that, that the message that I'm hearing is okay. clear, that you've been empowered um, yes. in some capacity yes. to share your experiences and the experiences of other women, yes. whatever their situations in their lives, and you wanted to bring together forums and groups yes. of women to have a conversation so that you can share experiences, best practices, yes. um, how to move beyond this, this uh, these experiences. Great. And then, Naish, I want to turn it over to you, but before I do, you've been very open and outspoken about how you, you feel about um, some prior experiences in your life, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's it's encouraging to me to see that, that you're now hooked up with um, Kim right. and the gym experience and that this is another platform for you to share a bit about you know your experiences and what you're doing and the fact that you're both authors and writers, too. Yes. Oh. Well, for me, this whole gym experience panel is like, it's life changing because I don't normally, I, like I could write about being abused and things like that. And I, I do, I'm very vocal about that. I have been through some things, 
But to be able to give back in a way with my testimony of what mm. I've been through makes me feel amazing. Like I feel so blessed to be able to go from victim to victor. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to give these young ladies that are coming to the event the chance to see that I've been through this, but I still, I'm still standing strong. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not what I would what I went through. Mm-hmm. Like this past couple of months, you know, us getting ready for this, it's just like. Like I said, it's been life-changing because it makes me think, can I really be, can I really testify and say something that will really help somebody? Mm-hmm. And I know I can, but, you know, given this opportunity, I jumped at it mm-hmm. immediately because I, I, I love the thought of empowering other women. Whether they've gone through it, going through it, or getting out of it, I mm-hmm. want to be able to help. Mm-hmm. Now, you've, um, you've both have, have shared about the, the experience of writing and using that as an outlet to get information out. Kim, with you first, can you talk about writing? Oh, ooh, writing, wow. Um, it's, to make a long story short, um, I started writing as a middle schooler. You know, I always loved reading, but I started writing in middle school. I would write like short stories in a composition book. And then as I got to high school, I started to do poetry. Then when I got to college, I started to like recite poetry. You know, when we would have things on campus at my school during undergrad. So um, that really, that motivated me um, when I wrote as a teenager, you know, things that I was going through, you know, it was like influential as I mm. used the pen, you know. Mm. So now where I'm at here in life, I had um, went through some things in reference to my mental health. So that's why I started writing my book that is entitled Back in One Piece. It is 11 poems with 11 stories that consist of my experience. Mm. You know, that's why I said it has something to do with anxiety, with courage, you know, with faith and with strength. Mm-hmm. You know, so that and that brings me to doing forums now. That brings me to, you know, doing the panels and getting young women that also have experienced something of that, you know, caliber or, you know, whatever their story is that has affected their mental health. Mm-hmm. So I added domestic violence, I, I added um, self-esteem, self-care, and life-changing stories. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you doing that. Um, you know, recently I think that there's been a, a more of a combined effort of a lot of people who have a vocal platform yes. um, to share that the the effects of mental health, mental health, not only in their lives, but in the communities in which they live, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that you're, you're focusing on that. Um, but do you ever feel as though, when are we going to get to a point where we're doing more than just talking about it? And if so, what are your thoughts in regards to that? Well, to get to that point, that's like action. I'm not saying that talking about it, you know, and empowering other people is not action. But, um, like, for instance, therapy was frowned upon in the black community. It was very concealed. So no one wanted to speak about it. No one wanted to speak about therapy because they feel like if you go to therapy, then something's wrong with you out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. When, in, when in reality, you're human, you know? So a lot of people were labeled crazy, in quotes. You know, they were labeled um, other, you know, harmful names. And that made people conceal all their feelings. That made people not want to go out and reach for help. So it made them do other things. And that kind of went along in family generations. Mm -hmm. So now you hear therapy so much more. Mm -hmm. 
you hear people say, I'm going to therapy. And I'm not even just talking about counseling for marriage or anything of that nature, but going to therapy for their mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was kind of, so that's why I'm just like, oh my God, a lot of people never talked about therapy. Mm -hmm. And it's also encouraging that, that at least we, our generation, the generation that's alive right now, can, can say that, look, we're being more vocal about this and the importance of us um, seeking help, seeking guidance, and it's not a shameful thing to be shameful about. It's a reality in which yeah, we right. live in. Yeah. And it's also awesome now because I think that I'm seeing more and more people who now are quick to say, my experience and success by going to therapy has allowed me now to see where other people could probably benefit from therapy as well, which is nice. Yes. Um, so uh, I want to go back and talk about the experience, and the experience itself is uh, Kim. Uh, Kim's Real Gems is going to present Gem Experience, which yes. is happening on February 29th, 2020 at 3 p.m. And it's taking, taking place at the Hamilton Public Library. Um, Kim, can you share where they can find out more about the event, like whether it's on social media or if there's contact information? Oh, absolutely. Um, contact information, which is on social media, you can reach me at backinonepeace underscore. That is on Instagram, B-A-C-K-I-N. O-N-E-P-I-E-C-E -E -E underscore. Right. You can also reach me at Facebook at Kim L. Jones. I, that's my personal page. And I also have a business page for Kim's Real Gems where they can reach me at Kim's Real Gems. Right. So on social media, it's probably easiest for people to find you with Kim's Real Gems, and that's K-Y-M? No, K-I-M-S-R-E-A-L-G-E-M-S. -E -E Great. So Kim's Real Gems on yes. Facebook, and you can find out a bit more about the gym experience, which is happening on February 29th at 3 p.m. at the Hamilton Public Library. Discussions uh, on this uh, panel discussion will be centered around mental health, domestic violence, uh, self-esteem, and uh, others. So Kim is a is an author and uh, she's got Naisha Kelly who is going to be a part of the panel and she's here uh, in studio as well and Naisha I want you to talk about um, or drill down more on the excitement that you felt when you were asked to be about this panel to be I mean, a part of this panel sorry. for me talking about what you what you're going through is something that's unheard of when I was growing up you know what goes on in this house stays in this house mm. so you keep you hold everything close you know and it was interesting to be raised to be protected by certain demons outside people but when someone on the inside is hurting you and you can't tell anyone you know what can you do right you you hold it you bury in it and I just once I had my daughter I said that's it I can't keep any more secrets like that because I want to break the generational curse mm -hmm. I don't want this to be a rite of passage for my daughter I, and I hate to call it a rite of passage but it's like they always say girls got to go through this and you know you'll be fine you know that kind of, I don't want that so this panel I love this because it can have someone else who may have that same testimony maybe they don't have to share it the way that I do but they can at least talk about it and heal from it you know because if you sit down in a group of women in a circle and you're talking about things you'll learn some interesting things like about they had the same experience you had and you would have never thought you know so I just want to, like I said, I'm on fire for this. <laughs> and I just feel like these are issues we really need to discuss. We got to stop. We got to break the stigma of not speaking out. Mm -hmm. 
Great. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Naisha, and also Kim. Um, after the break that we're about to have, I want you guys to, to think about a few different things, and this is what I'm going to uh, ask you a bit later, is about the idea of generational chains. And um, I know that we, especially people of color, African-American descent, black American descent, we find ourselves always in this, in this place where we're saying, okay, well, what's that chain? And then how do I either mend it, whether it's relationship or communication skills or whatever. But I'd like to talk more about that. Um, I'd like to also talk a bit more about who you want to come to this event and why it's so important for them to come and some of the expectations that they'll have when they come. And we'll get into that a bit after after the break. And folks, just want to tell you that you can reach out to me on social media platforms at Trenton365. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll be back after a short break. And you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show over WIMG 1300 and uh, WPHY, FIOS Channel 28, and over there, Broadcast Channel 25.1. And welcome back to Trenton 365, coming to you from WIMG 1300 and WIMG1300.com. And if you are viewing us, you are watching over WPHY, Fios Channel 28, and over the air broadcast, Channel 25.1. And I am speaking with Kim of, let me see, let me make sure I get this right, Kim's Real Gems and Naisha Kelly, who is going to be part of a panel discussion that Kim's Real Gems is putting on, which is taking place February 29th, 2020, at the Hamilton Township Library in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. And it, this panel is uh, all about women. Um, that's, uh, it's going to be driven by Kim. Um, the panel panelists are going to be women, and they're going to be talking about some touchy and sensitive subjects. But one that is very important for all of us, men included, and in particular, um, the people who are disserved or feel as though they are disenfranchised. And I'll be talking about mental health, domestic violence, and self-esteem, etc. In addition to that, some of the credentials behind Kim, um, she is also an author and a writer. And Naisha Kelly, who is soon to be an author and a writer as well. And uh, both of them are also spoken word artists, etc. And in the first half of the program, they've just been talking about not only their personal experiences, but also what this um, event is going to look like on the 29th of this month. So folks, I encourage you to make sure that you uh, check out Kim's Real Gems on social media. And there you can find out more about the gym experience, um, which we'll, they'll be discussing mental health, domestic violence, etc. on February February 29th at the Hamilton Public Library at 3 p.m. Now, ladies, just before the break, I was telling you that um, there's a couple of things that I wanted to make sure we discussed um, on the program. And one of them is the generate the idea of generational chains. Now, when I say chains, I want folks to understand like linkage, like the bondage that, that sticks with so many different families and generations. And speaking from a black man's perspective, I, I like to talk about my own personal experiences. I'm not a therapist. I just share my personal experiences, which I hope that you'll be doing as well. But I say that because when my wife and our, when my wife and I we had our child, one of the things that we made clear was that there was going to be some things that we were going to handle differently than what we experienced when we grew up. And now our child's 16, so we've been able to see the fruits of that. But but the key point about that is we stuck to breaking some chains and mending others. And Aisha, you led off or finished off the first half of the program talking about this. So can you go back and talk about um, the uh, generational chains and bondage? And then I'd like for Kim, you to add into. Okay. So I learned later in life about my family history dealing with being sexually abused. 
you know, my mother was a victim of sexual abuse, my, you know, it was a whole lineage, and to have, to break the curse, when I had my daughter, or I call it the curse, I know you said the change, but I didn't want that for my daughter, I didn't want her to have to keep something from me like that, and feel like I would treat her a different way, or I was very upfront with her about it, you know, the abuser had contact with my daughter, but I told her, once I realized she was around him, I was like, don't ever go around him. If he ever offers you a ride, I don't care if it's raining cats and dogs, do not get in his car ever. And she was like, okay, and I explained to her why. Because, you know, you can't just tell kids, oh, don't go to so-and-so, and they don't know why. She was 13, so she was old enough to understand. And she was like, mom, I'll never get in his car. And it, it just bothers me because certain family members would like to keep that chain going. You know, because they feel like, I've been through that, that's okay, I got over it, you know. And it's it's cruel, it's cruel. But, you know, I, I had to come out with my story because I wouldn't write about it, I wouldn't tell anybody about it. And I could have told a long time ago, but I couldn't take it anymore. So at 21, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I told my family what happened. And um, for me, that was me setting myself free. I wasn't chained, bound by this awful secret anymore. It was... It's something someone did to me, not something I did to them, and I had no blame in it. And that's the one thing I want people to know when they go through that, don't blame yourself. You know, some people could say, well, you could have said no, but I didn't think I could because this was an authority figure. So I wasn't saying no because I didn't want to get in trouble, you know. Mm -hmm. so. Well, I appreciate you, you sharing. Um, thank you. Do you want to add to, uh, the, Kim, do you want to add to the generational change? Yes, and... Um Stories like that with um, sexual abuse, um, stories with mental health, stories with domestic violence. A lot of times things start at home. A lot of times things start within your family. And when you watch your family go through it and you watch how they cope with it, and it may not be in the most effective way, you begin to cope with it that way. For instance, Instead, if I seen someone going through severe anxiety and I seen them cope with it other ways less effective, then I would think that, oh, well, I remember when this happened to my grandmother, or for example, just saying this, or this happened to my aunt. So I'm going to cope with it the way they cope with it. They just went out and partied. They just went out and did this. They just went out and did that. You know, I feel like when you watch those patterns, you become those patterns. Your children become those patterns. Your children's children becomes those patterns. You know, so I feel like everything that myself and these young ladies are sharing these in the next upcoming weeks, I feel like it will impact others and also impact family, maybe even our family, to sit back and say, wow. It's time for us to make a change, or it's time for us to use more effective ways in how we cope with things and how we handle things, you know, Great. so. Great, Kim, thank you very much, and Naisha as well. Thank you for explaining that from your perspective. Talking about generational change, but folks, I, this is a great opportunity for you to go and check out Kim's Real Gems on social media, and then you can find out more about the uh, Gem Experience event that's coming up on February the 29th. Um, so I'm gonna transition to that second of the third um, items I wanted to talk about in the second half and that was um, takeaways you know takeaways um, from this conversation but also takeaways from your event that's happening on the 29th um, and I and I say that because 
in the line of stuff that I do, the work that I do, uh, we're always going to meetings. We're always, yeah. this whole idea of organizing is always taking mm -hmm. place. But oftentimes, you have similar things taking place by different people who won't work together. So then it becomes, are we doing this as an individual? Or are we trying to do this as a larger movement, et cetera? So from, I want to give you the opportunity to make sure that anyone who wants to partner with you knows anything about the organization, that they know exactly what your takeaways are. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to say this because I already know in my heart and I, don't, I already know the path that I'm going, this won't be the last forum. This won't be the last Great. panel. Good job. Good and job. I'm, and I am the type of individual I like to connect with my tribe. You know, people that are doing the same thing that I am doing. People that are aligned. Um, let me get spiritual up in here. People that are aligned to, to my purpose, you know, and my assignment, mm -hmm. you know. So that's I'm, I will always be looking for someone. Like, just for example, for the gym experience. I didn't, other than myself, I didn't know who else was going to join me on mm -hmm. the panel. I just knew I needed four other young ladies to assist me on this panel and share their testimonies and you know share their stories and also one thing about me majority of the time I'm looking for the underdogs the people that may not have a lot of followers on social media the people that may not be trend popular you know the people that are overlooked giving them a chance the people who people who faces are not always out there not because they don't want to do the work or they don't believe in yourself but because they just haven't been discovered by others you know you could be in a room of five people and not nothing about outshining anyone but you know you could be overlooked sorry you could be over you could be overlooked you know and I just feel like so many of us as writers you know bloggers poets a lot of times we are overlooked you know and we all but we all have something inside of us every <coughs> things that are valuable words that are impactful valuable that are instilled inside of us so you know I just um but like I'm looking for underdogs so I'm always looking for somebody to you know come out or you know do something or you know get together you know with the community and um God is so good because I dream and I pray of being other places to do other things in other cities but right now he has me here in my city you know giving back to my city you know contributing something essential to my city you know so I just feel like I'm, I'm in the right place at the right time you know Right, but cool. I'm always looking for someone to join along with me so that we can collaborate and just impact lives great and Aisha do you want to add to that yes um like I said, this panel is a big thing for me because I would normally shy away from something like that. Even though I know my poetry and stuff, I reveal certain things, but I used to be like very intimidated by women, powerful women. And this is teaching me that I can work and coexist with powerful women because we're not that much different from each other. And even when we first sat down and we were talking, I was like, wow, you know, I didn't know she went through this or I don't know how I could have survived that or things like that. But I want us to stop meeting up in trauma. You know, let's connect because, you know, it's always a, everybody always saying, oh, black women can't get along, you know, this, that, and the third. They want to mm -hmm. compete with each other, whatever. But on this, we're all supportive of each other's causes and what we're trying to do. And 
I like that. I mean, not that I don't like talking about the mental illness and the other issues, but I love the camaraderie, the sisterhood, mm -hmm. you know, and I love that. Because you know, I, I, I want to I jump in there because yeah. <clears throat> something that really bothers me, and, and this is this is a bit of the the chains, the breaking chains, right? Mm -hmm. if, if individuals, as individuals, we can say, look, you know, I experienced this as a child or as a young person, or I did this, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to let my offspring do it. I'm going to help someone else do it. Well, you just nailed something that I think could maybe be a tidal wave in this. And that is, instead of women coming together who have been through a trauma, connecting and supporting each other before you even get to that point, and I, I know, I think you had even talked about on several occasions about the organizations you were a part of as a young person yes. and like, um, you know, the, the programs were there, the support was there. Well, we're all adults now. So that model, okay, it's been successful and it helps, but that's not stopping anything that's really happening. So maybe the gym experience on 229, February 29th, 2020 at the Hamilton Public Library at 3 p.m., that can be a start of, that can be a start of more women coming together before any of this happens mm -hmm. so that more young people, more children know, hey, you can't do that, mm -hmm. and it's not even cool that you thought about doing that, and I'm mm -hmm. telling everybody, yes. you know, one of those kinds of things, but I just had that thought, I just wrote it down, like, okay, well, if we're breaking chains, why do we got to break a chain that we can see it links away? Mm -hmm. You know, let's just, hey, we get together. This just doesn't happen amongst us anymore. Yes. Any thoughts about that before we finish up? Um, I want to just piggyback off of a little bit what Naisha said as far as the sisterhood, mm -hmm. you know, embracing sisterhood and also with you, what you said as well, you know, about us coming together, you know, before the trauma or coming together to hear other women speak about things before you may go through it. I feel like sisterhood is so important even amongst your friends that you may not even have trauma with. Because once you build that sisterhood bond, when trauma comes, you're able to fall on them. And I don't mean mm -hmm. fall on them as, you know, be a load on them, but you're able to fall on them as someone to speak with, someone to, you know, help me pray through this with me, someone to talk to, to talk talk to them about things like this, you know? So I feel like it's so important to have a sisterhood because you don't know what your friend may go through, you know? So it's easy to have friends when you're young, but when you get older and you go through things and it's like, I need this sisterhood. And not only that, you like, you know, like Naisha said, you get sisterhoods within organizations, which is amazing. Because those people, some of them can become your lifelong friends, you know. That's so fantastic. That's the sisterhood great. thing, I'm just I'm an advocate for women. Great. Well, um, and I appreciate you both saying that and coming on to the program and talking about Kim's Real Gems on social media. Kim's Real Gems on Facebook and Instagram, right? On Instagram, Instagram. and it's back in one piece underscore. All right. So let's we'll say Facebook. I'm sure most of the people are probably Facebook familiar. Okay. <laughs> so we'll okay. say that. So Kim's Real Gems presents the gym experience. This is uh, happening on February 29th. 2020 at the Hamilton Public Library at 3 p.m. You can find out more information by going on the social media Facebook page and finding Kim's Real Gems. They're going to be discussing 
mental health, domestic violence, and self-esteem issues. And Naisha Kelly, who's in the studio as well, she's going to be one of the panelists. You had one other thing, Nat? Yes, there are three other ladies along with myself and Naisha. Sure. May I um, sure. talk about them? Okay, there are three other ladies along with myself and Naisha, who, which are Jamila Allen, there is Danielle Bethea, and Katora Ford. So they will be also joining us as well. I'm sorry, Jamila Davis. Right, gotcha. So Jamila Davis, Katora Ford, Danielle Bethea, Naisha Kelly, um, led by Kim of Kim's Real Gems on Facebook. Yes. Right. You've been yes. listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Thank you both very much. And we'll be back after another break. <laughs>